This is episode 73, Understanding God's Laws. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. You guys, welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. I had a completely different podcast episode planned out And since yesterday, I have not been able to get this topic out of my mind. And there's a couple different things that I want to tell you. So number one, I feel like being a Christian entrepreneur, I haven't done as much as I would have liked to talking about religion, talking about God, and not that, I mean, the health, I feel like, yeah, it's disconnected, but it's connected. I don't know if I can explain that very well. But I know for me, one of the big healing processes that I went through with my thyroid was also a spiritual connection and an emotional connection and all of those different things. And I've talked about this story many times, but I tell everybody one of the meanest things my husband has ever said to me is, he came home from work one day and we're sitting on the bed and we're talking and, you know, I'm, I'm unhappy about something. I'm complaining about something. Something is just, ah, again and again and again. And it was this pattern that we, I was living in constantly. And I, he just kind of stopped and he looked at me and he said, will you ever be happy? And I, you know, in the moment I was shocked and I was like, well, of course not, you know, (laughs) and I just, that really changed a lot for me. And that moment, that experience was one of the hardest things that anybody has ever said to me, but also one of the best things that someone has said to me because it changed so much about my life and about, um, you know, where I'm at now. And that put me on this path of learning about these universal laws, or I call them God's laws, because I think, you know, being Christian, I attribute a lot of this to God and his, his plan, his path. And, um, I believe that these are laws that he also has to abide by. These are just, it's like gravity, right? (laughs) You can drop an apple and a hundred percent of the time it's going to fall to the ground. It is a, it's the law of gravity, right? It's a universal, um, law 
that has been put forth. So I wanted to go through these universal laws with you, these God's laws, and talk about what they are and how we can use them in our everyday life and how um, I use them to experience change in my life and helping me move forward with just my body, mind, spirit, everything. So the first one, and you guys can, before I dive into this, you guys can Google search this. I'm not the only one that knows these. Um, I Bob Proctor teaches about them. Leslie Householder, she was one of my absolute favorite people, is one of my favorite people um, to learn these things from. And I had the opportunity to meet Leslie Householder, oh uh, my gosh, it's several years ago. I want to say like four years ago. Um, and I purchased her audio books, um, the Jackrabbit factor and the portal to genius. I listened to those. I listened to them with my husband and I was like, Oh my gosh, it was so interesting because she teaches these laws. Oh my gosh. I'm like totally, <laughs> um, selling you on this, but she teaches these laws and in the books, they are, it's told in a story format. So it's interesting. It's engaging. And throughout the story, there's, she's telling this story and I can put myself in this situation and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I've been there. You know, I've been through some of these things and it was fun to listen to how the people in the story were able to change their life and move forward and things by adding in these laws. So anyways, um, all right. So the first law we're going to go into is the law of vibration. So the law of vibration is that we're constantly in motion, that our lives are moving forward in a certain direction and the things that we think about, we bring about. So if you, I grew up with my dad quoting Murphy's law all the time, what can go wrong will go wrong. And so I grew up believing that things could always be wrong right? Things are never going to go the right way, that things are just going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging and everything is just going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Okay. And so this law for me was one of the foundational laws that I had to change about my life. I had to start making myself think positively. And a lot of people will say, if you want to change the way you think, you know, start a um, start a gratitude journal. You guys, that was too much for my brain. And so I started just throughout the day, I was looking for things that were positive. And I would say to myself, pinch me, this is real life. So when my daughter would come hug me, I'd be like, oh, pinch me, this is real life. This is amazing. Or when, um, I don't know, something else would happen that I got to go, let's say, buy clothes for my kids at the store. I'd be like, oh, pinch me, this is real life. I didn't have to count all of the, you know, items that I got and, you know, calculate everything out beforehand that I was just able to pick out what we needed and go up to the register and pay for them, you know? And, and so I would say to myself, pinch me, this is real life. And I would just acknowledge those things happening in my life in that moment that were amazing. Okay. And that brings me to number two. This is the law of attraction. Now this is probably the most popular one. And I'm sure many of you have heard about this, but this is basically 
what you think about, again, you are putting into, into your life. I'm going to give you an example of, um, well, actually, I'll give you my own personal example. I was going to give you an example of friends, but I'll give you my own example. There were two things that I wanted so bad. One is my infrared sauna. I wanted an infrared sauna. I wanted, you know, a wood one. I wanted a big one. I wanted one that, you know, two to three people could sit in at a time. And I wanted it so bad. And I would think about it all the time and I would go to different websites and I would look it up, but I was like, I cannot spend $3,000 on this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can maybe find a used one or something. And I set my own budget. Okay. I said, I will pay $500 for this infrared sauna, even though they're worth, you know, 3000 plus. Well, long story short, my sister had one in their home they had bought a home and it was there and they, it wasn't working properly. And, you know, they had contacted the manufacturer, the manufacturer of the company said, you know, it sounds like this is the piece that is wrong. It's going to be $500 to fix it. And my sister to them, that $500 wasn't worth it. They were getting ready to have a new baby. It took up a lot of space in their house, blah, blah, blah. And she said something to me about it. And I was like, well, I want it, you know? And she was like, okay. Or I I said, if you guys get rid of it, let me know and let me know how much you want for it and things like that. And okay. She talked to her husband. A couple weeks went by, maybe even like two months. I had kind of forgotten about it. And she calls me up and she says, hey, if you guys want the sauna, you can come get it. And I was like, are you serious? You know, what do you want for it? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, we don't want anything. It's going to be like $500 for you guys to fix it. Just come pick it up. And, you know, thankfully my husband has really amazing mechanical skills and was able to fix it for free. Um, (laughs) and I got the sauna that I had wanted and I had been thinking about it for months, right? And I did the same thing with my bed. I wanted a king size bed. I wanted it to look a certain way. I wanted it to be the colors that would match um, our dressers that we already had, just different things like that. And a family and that we go to church with, their house um, caught on fire, their house burned down, and a lot of people donated things, things brand new, things were used, whatever. And the bed that was donated to them was in a show house, uh, uh, a spec home, a model home. And they ended up, she needed a medical bed, but they needed something to sleep on in the, in the <laughs> time that it would take them to get the medical bed replaced. And anyways, it was the exact color that I needed. They had slept on the mattress for two weeks and she had posted, you know, Hey, this is the bed, you know, we would just love to pay it forward. Come pick it up, you know, kind of deal. If you guys will just have to pick it up. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the color. It's, it's a California King. So it was a little bit better than my King size bed that I wanted. The mattress was what I wanted. Every, the color, everything matched and everything was exactly what I had envisioned in my head. And again, it was come pick it up. So the law of attraction is 
thinking about the things that you want and clearly seeing what you want and putting yourself in this vibrational state of being able to get it and have it. The third law, and I'm going to hopefully bring all this together at the end so you guys can kind of see. So the third law is the law of oneness, that everything is connected. This is the foundational law. Um, The way that I believe this is kind of put together is God created the world. He created the universe and we are all connected because we are all made and created by him. And one of the ways that we activate this law in ourself is we exercise compassion. And I see this a lot with little kids. If I stub my toe and I'm crying or, you know, something like that, my kids will come in and they'll say, Oh mommy, what's wrong? And I'm like, Oh, I stubbed my toe and their tears might well up. They're showing compassion. And the same thing that I've experienced for friends, my friends are telling me this story or, you know, something the hard that they've gone through. And I can get emotional because I have love and compassion for that friend and their experiences. The fourth law that we're going to talk about is the law of gender. (laughs) Everything has a masculine and a feminine energy in everything. And this, we have to achieve this balance between masculine and feminine energy and work and business and family to create balance. And when I look back at when things were really messed up with my health and I was tired and worn out and puffy and inflamed and my body was hurting and I was experiencing these fibromyalgia type symptoms, I was living in that masculine energy. I was do more, be more, push harder, go faster, you know, all of those very like aggressive ah, kind of things because I was trying to be everything to everybody. And what I have learned through this experience is that you can be and do all of those things, but it's also important to take that step back and relax and, you know, stretch and, you know, use that feminine, loving, soft, calm energy in, in your life, in your business, um, so that you can create balance. And when we are too far feminine or too far masculine, that's when we as people don't feel balanced and centered and we're like, oh, something is just always wrong. So there's that one. (laughs) The next law that I want to talk about is the law of compensation. So what you sow, you reap. The law of compensation basically states what you put out into the world, into the universe, is what you are going to get back. And this is the law that activates that manifestation. So if we go back to the scriptures, faith without works is dead, meaning we have to put forth the work and the effort to get the end result. So let's use this example of the podcast. I do a podcast for free. I, every week I record, I write show notes, I edit podcasts, I, you know, plan everything out, upload it, put it on the website, do all of these things that takes me four to five hours per week just to put out a single episode in hopes that 
maybe one, two, three listeners out of the tens of thousands of listeners that we have will maybe decide to work with me. Do I expect that? No. I simply do this because number one, I love it. And number two, it's a long form content that I'm able to teach and educate in hopes that you guys can take this information, implement it in your life. And if you need to, choose to work with me and my team to get help, right? That is part of the law of compensation as I'm doing all of this work every single week for free without pay because I love it. And I know that somehow that's going to come back to me. Let me give you an ex- another example. So very active in my church. One of the things that we do is we like to bring meals into, into people who they just had a baby, they're sick, you know, whatever it is. Um, maybe they're going through a hard time. Maybe they're, I mean, there could be a million different things. And I, year after year, month after month, I would always sign up and feed all these other people because I love it. I I joke that one of my love languages is to feed people, okay? I, I love feeding people. Well, back in September when I got COVID and I was really, really sick, I was not able to make and prepare meals for my family because I was just so incredibly exhausted You probably didn't want me (laughs) cooking anyways with coughing and all of those different things. And for about two weeks, we had meals brought into my family, into my kids, for my husband, everybody, without being asked. They, They were just like, hey, we heard that you're sick. We know that you guys probably need meals. And we had meals brought in from my mom, my husband's parents, friends, and all of these things. And I'm going to get choked up talking about this, but it was so incredible because I, I brought meals to other people, not expecting anything in return. But when I needed those meals, people were able to bring them to me and my family. And I just think how blessed I am that we were able to receive such a great blessing for us when we, when we really needed it. Okay. Anyways, moving forward, (laughs) the law of cause and effect, all actions have a reaction, good or bad. You might not experience that effect right away, but it's going to happen. We can bring that right back to those meals. I brought in meals to other people when I was sick you know, later they were, it was kind of interesting to listen to my friends tell me, they're like, Shannon, I am so grateful that I was able to bring you a meal because you have brought in so many to my family. And I was like, oh, I, I had never thought about that, but they remembered that. And so the things that we put out, we're going to get back and we're going to have those reactions, natural consequences. We really enforce that in to our kids as well. Hey, when you do a good job or when something happens, you're going to have a reaction or a consequence. That consequence could be positive or it could be negative. Just the other day we were talking about, hey, if you don't, you know, read for 10 minutes a day or 15 minutes a day, depending on the kid, and their requirements and practice piano three times a week, 
our consequence as parents for you for not following through and doing the things that we've asked you to do. Your consequence, your effect from this will be that you won't be able to play with friends on the weekend. And they were all like, you know, that's a really big thing for my kids. And so that felt like a very big punishment. And so they're all like, wow, okay, we're going to read and do, do all those things. And I can gently remind them of that throughout the week. Hey, you know, it's Friday. You've only practiced twice. You need to get one more in if you're going to have friends over this evening or tomorrow or whatever it is. All right. The next one is the law of relativity. Our reality boils down to our perception of the world, and it allows us to understand life with this great compassion and comparison. So let's say you're going through a hard time. Something has happened. You're really down. You're struggling. Um, And in that moment of you going through this experience, let's just say your kid is sick and my kids were throwing up last night. So this feels very fitting. (laughs) Let's say your kids are throwing up and you're having to wash sheets and you're up late and you're trying to take care of everybody and you're trying to do all of these things in that moment when you're like, this is hard and you want to cry and you want to give up. You can use this law of relativity to say, at least my child doesn't have cancer and we are not going through chemo and having to live this every single day. That is the law of relativity. Relativity. We're comparing it to something maybe a little bit worse or a little bit better to help our situation feel manageable. That is a very morbid (laughs) example. And I'm so sorry if your child is going through that and you're living through that right now as you're listening, but that's just an example. We'll just say that. So we can use that law of relativity in our life to help us find that balance and that ease as we are going through the struggles or the challenges that we face. The next law, ooh, I love this one, is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. And you're probably thinking, what the heck is that? (laughs) This is our actions are preceded by our thoughts and they tend to fluctuate. So you attract this law by remaining positive regardless of surrounding energy. Okay. So the way that this one was taught to me is that things are coming in and out of formation for us all the time. So just like the, my bed or my sauna, I was thinking about that and I just remained positive. That thing is going to happen. That thing will happen for me when the time is right. No worry. And I just kind of put it on a shelf and I didn't give it a lot of energy or thought or whatever. I just kind of, I knew that that would happen. And even if it didn't, a sauna, a new bed, we're not really life or death kind of situations. Um, and I, it was amazing for me to go through that process and to see how God knew when and how to bring those things into my life. And he's done that for me over and over and over and over and over again. And just the same way with let's say money, right? I feel like money is a universal thing as well. 
if we say to ourselves, I want to make X amount of dollars, we have to show up for work. You know, we have to put forth the work. We have to put forth the effort to get that money. Um, but when we do that, God is working in ways that we don't see to bring those things for us. You know, maybe there's a new job position that is getting ready to open up that will give you that new raise. Or maybe a new opportunity is going to happen because your friend opens a business and they need your skill set or whatever, right? Or maybe you you need this money and you have a great aunt that you didn't know about all of a sudden pass away and leave this money to you. <laughs> you know, there are ways to get these things as we just go through, we keep that positive thought and we live our life, right? We say, hey, I need this thing or I want this thing. It's usually a want. I want this thing for X reasons and I'm just going to remain positive that it's going to happen. That's a law of perpetual transmutation. The next law is the law of polarity. There is positive and negatives to everything. And you can attract this law by uncovering what is happening on the opposite end of the spectrum. So the cool thing about this is the equal and opposite reaction, right? Male, female, good, bad, everything has that, that opposite end of the polarity. And we have to look at Okay, this is this is my favorite saying and this changed again a whole lot in my life. So as I was going through this process, somebody said to me, every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So every time I was saying yes to bringing in a meal to another family, I was saying no to that time with my family. I was saying no to the dinner with my fa- you know, my family and maybe picking up a pizza for them <laughs> or if I was saying yes to helping a friend, you know, babysit their kids or whatever, I was saying no to something else. And one of the ways that I combated this situation is that when somebody would ask me to do something, I would always just say yes. But as life went on a little bit more, I started saying, let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you. And that allowed me to take that step back and look at my situation, look at my day, because there were many times I would just say yes, 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 yes to everything. And I would double, triple, quadruple book myself. And then I would be so stressed out because I'm trying to literally be in three places at once. And that happened to me just the other day. No fault to anybody. It was this kid's class is planning this and this kid's class is planning this. And I already had this thing planned for business. And thankfully it all worked out. My husband was um, able to be home that day. So he went with one kid. I went with the other kid and I found someone to step in for work. And so it actually ended up working out. But that was the exception to the rule. Okay. Um, And, you know, things like that are going to happen, but I have to, I had to learn how to manage my schedule and get to a place in my life where I could say, you know, 
I cannot say no to my kids. <laughs> um, that is, I mean, I can, but you know, when they have a class field trip or event, I want to be there. Right. So, um, I had to get to this place of asking for help and figuring things out. And, and if my husband wasn't able to, you know, we have some backups, we have grandmas that could, you know, go with one kid. And then the next time we would flip flop or whatever. Um, but that is the law of polarity is every time we are saying yes to something, we're saying no to something else and vice versa. Every time we're saying no to something, we're saying yes to something else. If we're saying yes to watching, you know, binge watching TV, we're saying no to meal prepping or meal planning or exercising or something like that. Okay. So anyways, moving forward, we have the law of rhythm. This law promotes fluidity. (laughs) I love that word, fluidity. You should activate this law by acknowledging your inner rhythm and not fighting against it. So I'm going to give you two examples. When I work, one of the things that I do is I I, I don't do this so much anymore just because I know (laughs) this natural cycle in myself, but I usually work for about 45 minutes and then I get up and I will go get a drink of water or I'll go to the bathroom or maybe I'll go outside and stretch for a minute, or maybe I'll go upstairs and switch a load of laundry. Because I find for myself, if I am trying to just sit and power through things, my brain starts to get cloudy and I'm not working as proficiently as I should. And that's part of the, the rhythm or the laws that I found in myself. Um, same thing. I can promote, 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 you know, be in launch mode, work really, really hard in my business for about six to eight weeks. And then I need a week of downtime <laughs> um, because I, it's it goes back to that masculine and feminine energy. When I'm working, re- working, working, working really, really hard and pushing, I'm in that masculine energy. And then I need that feminine energy to come forward so that I can feel comfortable and confident in working and whatever, right? So those are natural rhythms that I have found in myself and I can't fight against it right? And if I do, it's not pretty and, you know, I get worn out and tired and all of those things. All right. The next law, law number 10, is the law of correspondence. If our life appears to be out of order or you're content, it is a reflection of what is happening internally. So when I go to a friend's house and their house is crazy and it's a mess and things are all over the place. I know something is mentally off for them. And I can just, you know, depending on the friend, I can gently say, Hey, is something, you know, do you need help? Is something off or, you know, are you feeling overwhelmed? Um, or again, depending on the friend, Hey, let me take your kids for the afternoon so that they can come play with my kids. Little things like that, especially when you know a friend and you look at their environment, you can say, oh, something, you know, something is just off. And that's the same for me. I can walk into my house and everything is all over the place. And immediately I'm like, oh my goodness, let's get this place cleaned up. We do. I grew up doing what is called white tornado. My mom would set a timer and we would just go through the house and quickly pick things up as fast as we could and put it away and 
take care of all of that. And I, I practice that with my kids. Hey, it's time to pick things up because I'm going crazy in my head. And then to look at my environment, to look at my office, to look at whatever it is around me, it's adding to the law of correspondence. So that internal comes out in some way. All right. And law number 12 is the law of inspired action, which brings me (laughs) to today's episode, right? The law of inspired action is similar to the law of action. You attract what you want in your life. You activate this law by creating a space for internal guidance. And that's how this episode came about. You guys, I told you I had a completely different episode that I had planned out that I was going to do and execute. And I promise we'll still do that one because it's a really good one. But I chose today to take inspired action and to completely change the episode to these God's laws, universal laws, and talk about them because they have been instrumental in my healing process. And I go through these different laws at different times, the law of um, compensation, the law of relativity, the law of rhythm, the law of correspondence, manifesting, um, it, uh, the law of cause and effect, you know, the law of attraction or vibration or whatever. And I just try to Okay, let me, I'll get really vulnerable (laughs) with you guys. Um, We have been going through kind of a slump in my business for a couple different reasons. One, I have COVID. Two, it was the holidays. Three, I had a baby. You know, so this, this combination of the business really ramping up before that, and then we've kind of slowed down a little bit which for me has moved me into a little bit more of that feminine type of energy where I can just be in the flow of things, having that baby, having that baby and being able to snuggle her and love on her and all of those things. And we were in a business meeting and my coaches are like, oh my goodness, you know, they're kind of feeling panicky. And I was like, you know what? I'm just very optimistic that everything is going to be exactly what it needs to be. And we're going to see things turn around. And, you know, I'm just very positive because I know that law of attraction, things are going to be what they need to be, right? When we are positive, when we're putting forth the work and the effort, that law of compensation is going to come. And so, having both of those laws working for us is amazing. It's absolutely incredible at what we've been able to do. And moving into the the last law of inspired action, I have changed things in my business, not because I was like, oh, you know, this is the right thing to do, but well, not be, not out of scarcity, I should say, but because I knew that this project that I'm working on is the right thing to do, that it's the right thing to do. And we're taking that inspired action and reformatting a few things to really help more people. And so when we are in that positive state, we're able to just live life with ease and it is incredible. So What I would love, love, love to have happen as you guys listen to this episode, I would love for you to come over 
to Instagram, Thriving Thyroid, and send me a DM. Tell me which of these 12 laws you love the most that you practice or the ones that you plan to do better at or start to learn more about or implement or things like that. Because I want you to be able to take action and I want you to have accountability and I want to cheer you on. Um, Sometimes when I record (laughs) these episodes, I'm like, man, I'm just talking to myself. And so I would love to have some interaction from you guys um, in the comments down below. You guys can also leave um, some feedback and some ratings. Let me know if you guys like this episode and I will see you guys on the next. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.